0: In the Kudu Behechola series for the Sicha of Volume 18, Balak 4, titled, Let Go, Let God. The entire weekly Haftorah, having replaced the weekly Torah portion in times of persecution when reading the Torah was punishable by death, has a connection with the week's entire Torah portion. The Haftorah for our Torah portion of Balak speaks of the time of the beginning of the final redemption. Before all the wars will be fought, and before the, as Zephaniah the prophet says, quote, I will convert the people to a pure language that all of them call in the name of God to worship him of one accord. End quote. For the Haftorah states, quote, And the remnant of Jacob shall be among the nations, like a lion among the beasts of the forest, threads down and tears in pieces. So we're talking about before the wars were done and the transformation happened. And even of the Jewish people themselves, it speaks of, quote, And I will destroy sorcery from your hand, and I will destroy your graven images, and I will up- uproot your asherim, which are tree idols, end quote. So even the Jewish people are not yet in a state of redemption in the Haftorah. Hence, the Haftorah is speaking of the time of the last preparations for the complete redemption. And so too it is in the Torah portion, in which the Jewish people were quote, encamped in the plains of Moab across the Jordan from Jericho, end quote. And especially since, quote, if not for the sin, their entering Israel would have been the final redemption, end quote. So both the Torah portion of the Torah are speaking of the final preparation standing right there at the border of Mashiach, and the final redemption. So what is the final preparations at the time of the beginning of the redemption? The Torah begins with, I quote the verse, does not hope for any man and does not wait for the sons of men. End quote. Absolute trust in God alone. What this means is that when it states in Deuteronomy, quote, and God your God will bless you in all that you do, meaning that God is commanding us to work, making natural vessels to receive his blessing for our sustenance. This can be seen through one of two paradigms. One, man knows that nature in itself is naught, but, quote, as an axe in the hand of the carver, end quote, carver referring to God. Nevertheless, being that God has commanded us to have an, quote, in all that you do, end quote, vessel to receive God's blessing, hence we must view nature's ways of earning a living as important. That's one way of seeing it. Another way of seeing it is we do not give any reverence to nature and its dictation of how to earn a living. Rather, we engage with nature's ways only because it is the will of God that we do so. Hence our sages teach us, upon the verse in Isaiah, and the faith of your times, our sages say, and the faith, emuna. this refers to the order of seeds, which is the tractics in the Mishnayot concerning the Torah laws of agriculture. What this teaching means that even nature's ways of agriculture, which can be performed, creating harvest, by anyone, nevertheless, for the Jew, the entire work and its entire harvest, is but about faith in God being the life force and the provider of the world. And this mindset expresses itself practically. Whether one sees Torah study, prayer with intention, and giving charity as a war with nature, a war of, quote, and one kingdom will become mightier than the other kingdom, end quote, demanding a huge inner struggle, or whether one sees that nature is but a vehicle to serve God. And hence it is simple that one must, quote, and all your actions be for the sake of heaven, end quote, and, quote, in all your ways know Him, end quote. Kabbalistically speaking, the verse in Psalms which says, it is better to take shelter in God than to trust in man. Now, this verse is saying that it is okay to believe in man, only that it is better to believe in God. What does that mean? That means, Kabbalistically, that in this verse, man is referring to the finite linear light of cause and effect from which nature comes. So we are talking about God, but on the level of the finite linear light. And in this verse, the word God refers to the infinite circular light in which God is everything and everything is God. Hence, to believe in man, quote-unquote, means to give reverence to the laws of nature as well, while to believe in God is to give reverence to nothing but to God alone. And hence, the final preparations for the final redemption is to connect through faith in God alone with the infinite circular light from which ultimately there will be, as the verse says in Tehillim, Psalms, cast your burden on God and He will bear you. The Hebrew word for He will bear you is yechal kalecha, from the word keli, vessels, meaning that God will even make the vessels for us. In the Torah portion, it speaks of the sin of serving the Baal Peor idol, which entailed defecating oneself. Now, mystically, the idolatry of defecating is all about that the inner nutrients, the divine spark, the life force is removed and the focus is but on the external physical pleasure, which is feces from a spiritual standpoint. Hence, the correction for this sin came only through the translogical self sacrifice of Pinchas. For the only way to overcome this submergence and into reverence for the physical is a transrational obedience to the will of God. And this challenge primar- began primarily when the Israelites were leaving the spiritual clouds of glory and miraculous manna entering into the physical environment of the land of Israel.